Good evening, everybody. So welcome to my podcast today. It is now the 8th of February. And today we're going to talk about a very simple but very, very effective, basically, tool to help you. Now, I've obviously been a trainer for 11 years now. And the first thing that most people end up doing is some sort of bodybuilding split. I don't know why. Um, these days, I actually don't know why, but I know why I did when I first started. When I first started 11 years ago, if you ever did anything based around the gym, the only thing you could ever find was bodybuilding. There was no of this other stuff like push-pull legs. There's no such thing as CrossFit back in those days. There's no such thing about Olympic weightlifting. It was very, very hard to find. So the very first thing you ever did was bodybuilding splits. Now, for those of you who don't know what a bodybuilding split is, it's very typical. It's, uh, I'm going to do my bench, tr- I'm going to do my you know, chest and tries, my back and buys. I'm going to do my shoulders by itself. I'm going to do legs and hamstring and legs and quads, and then I'll do some abs as well. And I'll have a day of cardio. Now, this comes to be a big problem for many, many people. And I'm going to go through each of these. And basically, after that, I'm going to also go tell you about how you can start to level up your programming to get better results. Because... The one thing is, everyone here can be busy, but the next thing is, you can also start to get more effective results with training less and less. So why, first of all, would you think about changing? Well, the first thing is, maybe you're not seeing any more progress with this typical bodybuilding split. First of all, are you a bodybuilder? The second thing is, maybe you're getting bored of it. You know, you go into bench press, then you go to dumbbells and you do some bench press, then you go to triceps, maybe you do some you know, shoulder press, maybe do some chest flies. It's pretty boring if you ask me. And you want to get some variation in. And this also leaves us to have more open opportunities for you to implement more fun things. And I'll tell you some of these stuff if you stay towards the end. I'll promise you that. But we want to be able to show you these things because why would I lie, first of all? I've been doing this for 11 years as a trainer. And I've seen people just get bored of the gym. You need to try something new to be able to keep interested because the best thing that you can do for yourself, honestly, is have fun. And I'm, just, I'm all about that right now. I'm going to show you how you can have fun in the gym and keep making all those gains that you want. But even saying that, start to build that body transformation that you also want too. Because the game is always to keep playing. Now, if you have any questions, feel free to obviously message me. I have a lot of resources on my Instagram as well. So if you head over to sean.momentum on my, and you go to the link in my bio, I have a link there literally of all the free things that you could possibly need or want. This includes all the exercises that you can do from home, how to buy things, how to be able to you know, do mobility from home. Hello there, how are you going? And basically, these are all the things that we want to be able to teach you so that you can be able to get the best training for you, build confidence. So what we're going to talk about, first of all, is full body. If you're doing still you know, splits, and you're having no time to be actually trained, it's time for you to be able to do full body splits. And full body splits are great, especially if you don't have enough time to go to the gym. So if instead of going five days a week, you can start to do three days per week. And when you're doing three days per week, you can start to go full body on these programs. Now, I would ideally go, hey, look, try and do the same exercises. For example, you can do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you can do barbell back squats on each of those days. Each day being a little bit different from the rest. One being about hypertrophy, maybe one about strength, one about speed. The other ones, you can start doing bench press. You can do bench press on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe on Friday, you might add some extra bench press, doing some close grip as well. See how we're actually targeting all these muscle groups to be able to look after you. And now you're getting better at actually doing those movements. Don't get me wrong, you can do this other exercises too. You can do this with lunges, leg press. You can do this with leg extensions technically as well. Just make sure you put them towards the end. 
These are all things that can help you long term, especially if you do not have a lot of time. And that's what I would say to people, do not put too much isolation-based work in on these workouts when you're doing full body. You can get quite sore from them. Try to think about more compound-based movements. The next thing that you can actually look into as well is upper and lower split. Now, this is personally one of my favorites. I think it's one of the ones that also keeps me orientated on the movement. So when I'm looking at something like a upper body day, I may have one that's more pull-based and one that's more push-based. I don't really like Oh, I can't really think of main compounds when it comes to pull movements. So I always like to think about one push-based movement that's going to be more about my chest and more push-based movement for my shoulders and I'm thinking about horizontal pull and a vertical pull. And that would typically make two of my upper body days. This is especially useful once again for people who want to superset things. So just off the top of my head, this is one thing I've got for myself. On day one, I'll have squats because I need to try and fit them in. Then after that, I'll do some bench press, and then I'll do some overhead press. Then my next two exercises will be seal rows, and then lat pulldowns, and then dumbbell rows, and then after that, bicep curls. Now I can start to superset some of these exercises if I really, really want to, and I'm running out of time. I could go overhead press with a lat pulldown or chin up. I could do bench press with some dumbbell rows, or seal row. And I can at my home, because it's my home. But at the commercial gyms, you may have to think of different things of how you can do it, but it's still applicable to you. I find that upper lower splits are definitely more effective for someone who is more advanced. And so for example, if you're doing squats and you don't want to warm up to go all the way down to a you know a bench press, then why don't you go squats and you can kind of warm up and straight to a deadlift. This way you're saving time and it's also more effective for you. When it comes to lower body, I believe that you should always have some sort of main compound movement. And personally I try not to squat and deadlift in the same session. So this could also make up your upper and lower splits, one being squat-based, one being deadlift-based, focusing on posterior chain, and then also everything at the front, such as quads as well. Have a try. Now, this is one of my favorite ones, and all of these have a common theme of why you should do this method as opposed to your typical bodybuilding split. My favorite one over here, if I had the time, would be push, pull, legs, and rest. Now, you need to be someone who's flexible with time to be able to implement this because you can train six days per week with this method, depending on how you go. So with push-pull legs, you're looking at something like push-based movements, and this is going to be push-A, is going to be more like your chest-based movement. Then pull, looking at more vertical pull. Legs, you may be looking at more quad-based, then you rest, and you repeat. Push-based movement, push movements will be push-B, and you're looking more like shoulder-based movements. Then after that, you're looking at pull-based movements, and this is going to be in a different plane compared to the other one. Then you're looking at legs again, and this is where you would implement something like barbell hip thrusts, as well as um, Romanian deadlifts, or even deadlifts itself, working on the posterior chain once again. Now, what is the common theme when it comes to all three of these things? The biggest thing is, you can actually reduce the amount of DOMS that you get. Now, you're probably thinking, if you're still thinking at this point in time, that DOMS is going to give you all of the gains that you want, that's not going to happen. Okay. Delayed onset muscle soreness or just general muscle soreness is not an indicator of how effective your workout is. It just means it's different, but doesn't mean it's more effective. If you can start to get more training load, training volume, training intensity to be slowly creeping up over time, this is what's actually going to help you grow and have muscle hypertrophy. So now with these methods, you can start to actually increase the amount of frequency that you get. So for example, we'll go push-pull legs. If you're doing push-pull legs, you're physically actually doing push twice per week. 
When you think about it, that's possibly up to 104 times per year, 52 times two. So when you're doing something such as a bodybuilding split, where you only train muscle once per week, you're only getting 52 training blocks of chest per year. So you tell me which one's going to be more effective for you. There's other things to take into consideration as well, and if you really want to take the time to do it, it's going to be things like training volume, which is sets times reps times weight. But I can guarantee you, with double the amount of training sessions per year, you're going to get more volume as well as intensity as well and tonnage as well. So that's a cool little thing that you can use. Now, like I promised to everyone else out there, there are other ways that you can start to implement training to help you, and these are some of the fun stuff, so to speak. One that I really like and I implement a lot with our team at Momentum is actually how we use AMRAPs. Now, for those of you who don't know what AMRAPs are, these are as many reps as possible. They're great to do. Don't do them too often. It will make you sore, or it will make things actually too hard for you and you can't recover. So, if you don't know what as many reps as possible is, it's basically you go to a set. And then eventually you do as many as reps as possible, as I mentioned before. This is how we implement that momentum. I write my programs to be unwrapped on the third week, and then on the fourth week we actually deload it. So in the fourth week, so on the third week, sorry, we actually start to put this unwrap. So for example, we're going to do three sets. We're going to do three sets of ten on, say, bench press. First two sets you're using it just to warm up. Then on the third set, you physically go to the point where you cannot do any more safely. Might I add? This way, you actually break through some plateaus, but also you're challenging yourself as well. Try this out. Another one that we like to do as well is tempo. So over time, one, two, and three, for example, with a full body movement squat on day three, we may do a tension-based exercise. I like doing it things with like squat. Squats you can go four seconds on the eccentric on week one. On week two, you can do three seconds on the eccentric, and then week two, you can do two seconds on the eccentric. Now, what you can start to see is the loading of the eccentric, which is the actual you know tension and tempo on the way down, starts to decrease over time. This makes it easier. But then you can start to actually periodize it over time as well and increase the weight. So periodize is just a fancy way of saying organization. Week one, you might do a hundred kilos, and let's say this person has a particular one rep max of a hundred and fifty kilos. Week two, you could do 110 kilos, and then obviously in week three, as the tension starts to decrease, the weight can go up. Maybe this might be up to 120 to 130. Now, obviously, you need some more idea of where to program this, but this can be helpful for you. So now we've gone through tension-based periodization, as well as being able to use something as AMRAPs to be able to help you out. And these are just what we use. With this as well, now you're starting to treat your strength and how you are trying to actually increase your strength and muscle with actual organization. And over time, you're going to get better and better and better with this. So hopefully, this helped you out. Now, Christine, you've been asking a lot of questions, so head over to my link in my bio, and you'll see a lot of resources that can help you out as well. What if you do resistance band? Will that impact as well? So that's something that you can start to implement out there with using tension based. So you could potentially increase the tension instead because you don't have actually more weight. The only way to get more resistance out of a resistance band is to hold it for longer. So let's use for an example a band pull apart, and we're going to go with a set of ten on the first week. Then in the second week, you want to redo it again. You can hold it for two seconds. On the third week, you can hold it for three seconds. On the fourth week, you can hold it for four seconds, and so forth and so forth. 
It's kind of like adding one extra kilo per week. And that's one way that can help you out. Now, team, if you've been listening this far, send me a DM. I'll love to see what I can do to help you out. We do have some spots for online coaching, as always. But we're only taking three in for the next few weeks. So if you have access to a gym or full gym equipment, send me a message right now and we can see what we can do to help you out. We're looking to help as many people as possible, but we're only taking three people at this point in time listening to this podcast as well as this live. If you have any other questions in general about training, send me a DM, especially if you're listening to this on podcast because now I'm no longer live. Because we want to see what we can do to help you out now by creating some resources as well as that anyone else who might have that same problem. So thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you actually enjoyed this new microphone that I've got as well because I'm testing it out and it seems to be sounding pretty well. Thank you, everyone. Take care and let's keep building momentum.